0: Hey folks, this is Joe here of uh, the Joe Max Morons podcast. Uh, still defying the uh, the name uh, in its plurality, but uh, uh, but hoping one of the one of the other morons will join me uh, soon enough. I am gearing up uh, to start including other people. Uh, we actually will most likely be picked up by a uh, DC local network, uh, so that's good. Uh, Good news, and I'll come back with more information as we solidify that. Um, but I wanted to kind of just go over a few things this week. We had three D.C. United games since my last recording. Uh, I think, generally speaking, uh, I'm pretty happy with the improvement of the team. I've been tweeting this a little bit during during the games, even after the game a little bit, that you know, we knew this was going to be a tough year. We knew there was going to be a cohesion issue. We knew there was going to be a a confidence issue. We knew that there was going to be a little bit of an execution problem. Um, That just is kind of how it goes when uh, when new coaches come in. Going from Benny Ball to uh, Hernan's um, fast-paced push the ball to field, um, even at the risk of exposure in the back, is is a massive, massive change for these guys. So, I think, uh, I think that these guys are starting to pick it up. I think it's it's kind of interesting to see in, in the different ways uh, that it is. And I'll pick out a couple of things here. Uh, as I've said before, I'm not I'm not interested a ton by myself getting too in the weeds of the tactics. Um, but there are a few things that are kind of fun to watch uh, that I think uh, are worth noting. I think you know everyone else will also have a little fun, uh, a little fun watching. Uh, One of which is uh, the three men in the back. Uh, We saw the first game, we saw O'Heine there, you know, way up the field, especially for his goal. The guy was, you know, 20 yards away from goal at that point. Uh, And while we were, you know, certainly in the later stages of the game, pushing, you know, heavily to have that option uh, and to have, you know, that nuance to the offense, uh, it's something that we've never really had before. Uh, I don't suppose that anybody outside of a corner kick wants uh, brilliant up up top. Uh, quite sure he couldn't hit water from a boat, but I do like that we have a guy like Heine that can that at least has that danger and creates that respect. Now uh, that his first shot was a, a world beater, and it gives it gives our opposition something else to think about. Uh, that's that was one of the first keys, and, and something we've seen, you know, throughout. We've seen him step up uh, when he wasn't there. I didn't really see any of these guys step up. Step up. I thought I thought Alfaro tried a little bit, but it really kind of seemed like the uh, um, the stops were being put on him. <clears throat> I think we saw Heine step up a few extra times here in this last game, but given you know, given the way that. Um, uh, that Orlando really kind of packed the bus, kind of parked the bus. Excuse me, kind of packed in back there in defense. I think we could have we could have sent Kempen up there, and I don't think there would have been much of a counterattack. The other thing is is seeing these these wingbacks. I I really I liked the change to Areola. We uh, think Areola really did push up the field a bit more than Gressel. Uh, if you look at some of these games, Gressel really was doing doing a great job coming back and covering defensively. And whether or not this is a fitness thing or if it's just a, you know, getting used to tactics, uh, you know, Nipple definitely got farther up the field on a more consistent basis and was, was much more of a threat offensively. I still think Gressel's, you know, crosses and his, his corner kicks are somewhat pointless at this point. I don't know what we have to change there, but we did see Flores take a few more of those in this last game, and I believe they had a bit more of a purpose to them um you could tell you could tell the runs they were trying to make you could tell the movement in the box and again that's all sort of the nuanced plays that they put in place but at least it's something to sort of watch as we go forward again the 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 evolution of this offense is is really taking shape right before us the connection back to front is really a big deal and that really has been a game to game to game improvement I think against Chicago, I was just beside myself, um, waiting for these guys to connect and waiting for these, these passes to have, have a purpose, you know, waiting for us to, to finally uh, start seeing it you know, defensively through the midfield. And whether we spread it out wide or put it up the middle, uh, I think that, um, that against Chicago, we really started to get that going. Um, I think, and I think against Orlando, we really saw it as well. <clears throat> if you look back at some of these earlier games, we saw a lot of just, you know, boot and run. And that was just sort of, you know, punching the ball up the field and hoping our, our forwards get to it, bypassing the midfield completely, which is very much that Ben Olsen style of just counterattack way up top. Um, unfortunately, that style included a singular person up top who had no support. And essentially, just ran into a wall every single time. But I think now, you know, as the as the season has gone, you saw the defenders really putting the ball in place in certain spots, and it's it's a muscle memory that I think is going to build, and it's going to build to the point where these guys know where to, where to collect the ball and where to send the ball. Our midfielders know exactly where to get to uh, to, to to advance this thing up the field, and I I think that evolution. Um, saw itself through uh, the Orlando game as well, so way more outlets uh, than we've seen this year, uh, and I was very impressed by that. And you know, it, it stinks to lose the game, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But um, I, I, we knew this was going to be the case, and I accepted this when Lasada was was hired. Uh, whether or not this, whether or not the very exhaustive coaching search process was. Um, was adequate whether we landed on the, on the final guy the right guy uh, he is the guy and uh, he's got my support and i think that at this point we can we can look forward and see a lot of improvement in this team whether it's just their fitness improving or whether it's the tactics actually improving uh, I, I, I believe it's evident and I, I i think it'd be hard pressed to f- hear any opposing opinion on that i think that you know RFK refugees filibuster tried and true you know Pablo I think all these guys are all sort of on the same page that that this is um that this is something that 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 is is fairly clear uh, and I'd like to see how this uh, how this keeps going it would be very interesting to see if Gressel and nipple can be on the field at the same time uh because I think then you have a, a, a real dual threat um that probably takes uh Mora off the field um, and whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, I haven't really figured out yet because I think more gives you a little bit more of a defensive presence. Uh, but he does lack the quality on the ball going forward. He actually passes a pretty mean, uh, you know, diagonal. And I think he, he is pretty adept at cutting in. I'm just not sure how much he's going to keep the ball for us going forward unless he has those outlets. And that's where guys like, uh, like Flores and like, Either Kamara or Smith or whoever are going to uh, are going to really shine for this team, but I I think uh, I think as we move forward in the lineup here, you know who who will our striker will be? Uh, right now, I think Adrian Perez has absolutely put himself in that spot. He's got the work rate, he's got the runs, he's got the movement. Him and Flores are starting to to, to come together. I'd like to see him finally finish one of these things. I think he had a lot of opportunities, a lot of chances against Orlando I just could not put it away, which is a bit disappointing for a forward. Uh, but when you think about you know, who he is, I mean, he's, he's behind uh, a lot of money, uh, Roberta, Kamara, and then you have guys like Smith who also deserve an opportunity. I think Smith did a great job, um, and I think he gave uh, an effort that, was higher than Kamara's has been in the past. Uh, and I think Kamara is really sort of easily losing a spot. I am really curious where Roberta is in all this uh, because, you know, Kamara came on and I, I actually think that he's, this may be an offense that he he could improve and he, and he could actually, you know, score some goals in. We saw one run, one connection with Flores uh, and got that goal and, I feel like the way the world went off his shoulders when that occurred uh, with the frustration he had last year. And I know, you know, a lot of people have dragged him uh, for last year, but he was by himself. Um, He had no support, had no help, had no direction uh, and really was either, you know, 40 yards away from the goal or had his back to goal. Uh, for the most part last year. This year, I think he's. you can see him start to make runs. I think he's very smart. I think he's got a good shooter's touch, but I'm just not sure where he fits uh, yet because we haven't seen him healthy and we haven't seen a whole game out of him uh, and we haven't seen that work rate that will be required uh, and certainly that we have seen from Perez. Uh, Perez has embraced the press, uh, has chased you know, uh, uh, the entire, the entire field at this point. Uh, and I think that's, I think we've seen that lead to turnovers. We've seen that lead to, uh, other good chances. We really just have to put it together in, in in the box there. And that kind of leads me to the last thing. And that's really, again, who the strikers going to be, you know, who can finally put the ball in the net because ultimately that that's what we need. We can talk a lot about hold up play. We can talk a lot about work rate pressing and everything else, but ultimately, uh who for this team is going to put the ball in the net i think kamara probably has the uh the leg up in as a shooter uh, as as a qualified goal scorer Um, we just again have not seen him healthy enough to jump in there and play 90 minutes and uh, uh, give that full opportunity including the press because there's there's a lot of energy expended uh, without the ball, um, so a guy like him's got to be in, in the kind of shape to uh, to also be ready for the ball uh, when he's tired. <clears throat> but again, I, I think Perez right now is the guy. I think he's going to start for a while. Uh, as long as we're as long as we have the time to rest in between games, I think Perez is probably going to be in that spot. Uh, you know, I think uh, Heine and Brilliant are solidified as the two defenders. Uh, Alfaro is probably going to lose a spot to Bird Bomb whenever he does come back. Maybe Pines when he comes back. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Pines. I think Pines is 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 the right guy in this in this kind of uh, defense as well. I think you probably have Heine and, and Brilliant on the side on the wings, and you have uh, Pines in the middle. So I think that if um, Birdbomb comes back. He takes Alfaro. Uh, Pines comes back. He takes Alfaro. And then we actually have depth at center back. And it's probably brilliant that comes out. I got to think. I've, I've, I've got to assume, you know, he's he's fine. Um, but I don't think he's solid. And I think that some of the confusion back there, you know, needs someone like Birdbomb to sort of, you know, pick up the the mantle and lead. <laughs> uh own goals. This isn't good. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think we really got to start figuring out how to uh, how to start you know, deflecting things wide. Uh, it, it, it is a skill. It is an art. It is a it is a practiced uh, thing for these defenses to do. Uh, these defenders is need to to work on positioning, foot placement, uh, and work on getting the ball out wide. Uh, and, and until they do that, we're going to continue to get these own goals. I can't believe three own goals. That's, you know, I think the most is six in a a year. We had three in like the first four games. Uh, if you have the opportunity, go check out RFK refugees. They did kind of a nice little bit with, uh, Owen goal. Uh, and then, uh, no, this one isn't from me, but I'm pretty sure you get like ten thousand dollars if you can locate where where the accident is from. Um, you can check you can check with them and get the get the final word on that. Though I'm not exactly sure uh, what the total amount was as a reward. Scundrich, uh, I tweeted that there is something called a scundrich in our lineup. Uh, he is, he was signed uh, actually on the sidelines right before the game. Uh, he was given a jersey that didn't fit and put right in the lineup. Uh, and uh, and actually performed pretty well. Again, this is another work rate guy. I, I have no idea how he's going to help the offense. And I know that our team needs uh, a scundridge. Every team needs a scundridge, right? We all need a, someone called a scundridge. Um but um, I'm, I'm, I'm growing pretty cool with this guy, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see uh, how he shapes up. He's new. Uh, he was only a couple days in, uh, uh, in all seriousness, and then, and then tossed into the lineup right away. <laughs> I think we had, uh, I don't know, I think we had two subs. It reminds me of my high school lacrosse team. Um, but, you know, I think these guys have persevered through a pretty tough injury crisis, and we're starting to get guys back the defenders are the big ones I want to see get back. Uh, I'm going to move on to another area of interest. Uh, and that's my AC Milan Rosenary. Um, I am, I am, uh, an unashamed fan of AC Milan. I've, I, I have stuck with them through these last years, which were, <clears throat> a challenge. Um, they're, I think, finally getting their heads out of their asses. I guess, maybe, possibly. You know, seventy-six points on the year, and they're still fighting for a Champions League spot it means the Serie A got more competitive, or at least more top-heavy this year. Uh, and the fact that they're in it is is incredible. I think this team is a much different team with Ibrahimovic. His mentality, it just, it just—if you know, if you could bottle it and have everyone drink it before the game, you'd win every game. Uh, but he's out for the year. He's done, and we got to find a way to win. Um, you know, AC Milan is – I keep saying they're kind of like a praying mantis. Like, you know, they'll have sex with you, and it's, and it's great a couple times, but then they rip your head off. So um, this last draw to Cavalieri was uh, was the post-sex beheading uh, that that the other game, that the, that the 3-0 Juve win – or the, um, I think they're still calculating the number of goals um, right now against Torino. I think it's six, seven, something like that. Um, Rebic is still scoring goals in that game right now. We'll have updates as, as the show unfolds. Uh, but Cavalieri was a, I think, was a, a, a master class in complacence. There just was no urgency. I, I'm just, I'm so confused by Jahanaglu. I, I just, the guy can be brilliant, and then he can just be so wasteful with the ball. Um, his shots are errant. They're from, you know, just poor choices of locations, poor choices of placement, poor passes, dribbling into pressure. Uh, even his his set pieces were wasteful. Um, and I'm I'm just so confused by him because I know that, you know, I know that Juventus want him and I just don't understand why. And that kind of scares me. Um, but I, I I, just, I'm not sure in this last game against Atalanta, can you, can you play him? Can you afford not to? Uh, I, I'm just not sure. Uh, I think Rebic obviously has to play. Leal has to play. Um, and then, you know, my the the love of my life frank kessie uh i I mean i i just hope this guy retires at this club he has been the heart and soul the leader the intelligence uh and the talent on this team the entire year and i i believe quite a few of these wins and quite a few of these points are through her his perseverance so i look forward I, i look forward to hearing the rumors of all the big clubs Trying to buy him, uh, and then me continuing continuing to try to remind myself that we're AC Milan, we're also a big club, and then we'll sell him for like fifteen million to Valencia. Can't wait for that to happen, and we'll buy some twenty year old that knows nothing. Last topic I'll hit is the uh, the national team. Uh, the U.S. national team. I think, you know, you cannot help but be excited by this by this roster. You cannot help but be excited about the potential that this roster has in the world. Not, I mean, for their clubs, for this country, for every, I mean, across the entire perimeter of the sport. It just these guys having having a front line of you know Pulisic, Sargent, Wea, Adams. I say front line, but sort of the front half. You know, Pulisic, uh, Musa, uh, Adams, uh, Weston, Gio Reyna. Uh, you can. I don't. I, you know, I'm not exactly sure who the four is going to be. I, I think it's Sargent's spot to lose, though. Uh, and I think Adams is hurt as well, so you're probably going to have you know someone like a Yule at his spot, possibly. But I think. I would like to say Berhalter, Berhalter would be a bit creative to make sure he gets all the guys on there, but I'm not extraordinarily confident in halter I guess this is my first time I'm really, you know, given the take on Berhalter, uh, but I, I I know that I'm not alone, that halter was not anyone's top choice uh, except for his brothers who was on the hiring committee. Um. I'll let that sit there and I'll not touch it for a while. I don't think Burholtzer is the guy for the job. I think he gets out coached constantly. Uh, I I I think he's right about the direction of the team. We've got to go to you know playing out of the back. We've got to go to uh, you know using the talent that we have. We have we have an extraordinary amount of attacking talent coming out coming into this uh, Nations League tournament and you know, getting these, getting the ball up the field is going to be, uh, is going to be incredibly important. Uh, I think that, and doing it in a, in a, doing it in a way that utilizes a guy like Dest, uh, a guy like Cannon, Aronson, um, you know, we certainly can. And Stefan as well. Stefan, I mean, Stefan, you know, the thing that made him a better goalkeeper than most other American goalkeepers is that because he, he learned how to, play the ball out with his feet. He, he was already pretty good with his feet. Um, and so I think this team, and then the build up from the back is going to be, uh, just night and day better than any previous American team we've had. Um, I guess that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, so again, we're going to be announcing a, a bit different, uh, a bit of a different format with, with some other folks, the other, the other morons. Uh, as as it were, uh, we're going to talk uh, a bit, a bit more Europe. You know, Premier League, Italian League, La Liga. Uh, a lot of U.S. men's national team will always. You know, DC United will always be forefront for all of us. Um, but um, but it'll be a little livelier because uh, we'll get a little more discussion going. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll see you for the next game. Uh, go DC United.